0: got a lot in the lot of
2: Welcome to Fourth and John, Episode 262. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn in prime in the building. And today we were talking five things, five things how he needs to do to get back to a Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl just happened. And, um, you know, we're, we get in our feels. You know, we, we, we remember the Super Bowl. We, we got to see the looks on the faces of the the, 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 the Rams fans. I don't know. There's the St. Louis Rams and there's the Los Angeles Rams fans. So I really don't know. Who they are as a fan base, but um, shout out to the Bengals who made it made a, a valiant effort to come back and, and try and win win that Super Bowl. But just overall, you know, we got a good Super Bowl. Uh, you know, the off season's here. Uh, Fourth and John still going to continue to pump out episodes and talk about the off season. Um, but it really, when we start thinking about the off season, it's like what. How we need to do to get back to Super Bowl? You start thinking about the the moves that need to be done to get us back there. I mean, Ev, are you are you concerned,
3: Eagle fan, right now? I think everybody in the Eagles community should be a concerned Eagles fan. I mean, after watching uh, this this whole NFL postseason play out, I think the um, where we're at versus where we saw all of these other top teams, there's quite some distance between us. Uh, So we need to do a lot of work to be able to get up there and get in contention. Um, But yeah, I think that this is something that could all be solved in an offseason. I think we could end up becoming contenders, you know, over this offseason. But the moves have to be made correctly. You can't can't mess this up. If you mess this up, you could set yourself back for years. So this is a very important draft coming up.
1: Yeah, you sit there and you watch this performance that happened on Sundays. like you're saying to yourself, shit, we got some serious work to do. And I mean, we're going back from the first week of the playoffs. So, uh, you know, being an Eagles fan and, you know, seeing these guys play the way they played, um, you know, like Evan mentioned, man, you got to go ahead and definitely focus on rebuilding or focus on certain positions so that way we can get back to the big game. Um, It was a little – a little, you know what I mean, depressing and everything, just seeing how things went, how the season ended up folding on us. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. I mean, shout out to the you know, Los Angeles Rams for winning the big game. Mm-hmm. Uh definitely, you know, give a big shout out to OBJ. It was glad to see him. Um his dad that, is the real MVP, bro. Yeah, man, that was that was tight. And then of <laughs> course, you know what I mean, uh, Stafford, you know, winning it coming from one of the worst teams in the NFL to winning the big game. I mean, he proved to, to the league, to the world that, Hey, you just put me with the right people. I can make things happen. And he showed that
2: Uh, shout out to blue. Meanie. Love you Meanie. too, brother. Meanie. Uh, thank you for everybody that's in the chat. We want you guys to be active along with us. So we're, you know, we're going to go through our top five, you know, and this is kind of on the fly and we didn't, we don't know what exactly Evan's top five is or prime's top five is we haven't talked yet. So we're gonna we're gonna surprise each other. Should we, get, uh, on should the
3: we show. go? Should we go? Everyone says all five, or should we go my we're, five, your we're, five? We're gonna five? we're gonna
2: yeah we'll we'll start with our top top five. So uh, you know, number one being the most important, but obviously I think all five of these things are going to be important to get us back to where the Eagles need to be to get that SB. Uh-huh. So uh, you know, I think we just start right away. You guys in the chat want to give us your your number five? uh let's see i'm gonna go uh let's see our number five thing that uh <laughs> that how needs to do to get back to a super bowl we'll start with evan what is your what is your number five
3: uh this is something that i feel like isn't being talked about enough this offseason i mean everybody we talk about the corners we talk about uh but the The safeties are something I'm I'm very concerned about. Uh, We need to draft young safeties. Uh, We currently have two aging guys that are vets. You know, McLeod and Harris are both good vets, but we have to start thinking beyond um, Harris and McLeod because ultimately one day... Um, either both of those guys aren't going to be there or one of them's not going to be there. I don't think Kayvon Wallace has really shown me um, that he's ready to take that step and be that guy at the safety position. So that's something that needs to be addressed. I mean, there's a lot of focus on the corners, um, but that middle of the defensive backfield also needs
1: to be addressed as well.
2: Brian, what is your number five?
1: Well, my number number five is... um... You know, again, going back to sitting there watching that Super Bowl, watching the performance of these two quarterbacks, Stafford coming off of uh, Detroit Lions playing for the Rams, winning the big game, Joe Burrow being a rookie doing his thing. You didn't see many mistakes until the end of that game, and it was just like you know, and it really wasn't even on the quarterback. You know, what I mean, that line just couldn't hold hold theirs, You know, to the very end. But again, sitting there watching these guys put you know the the, the scheme that they did and put it together. Um, my number five would be if Jalen is a guy. You got to focus on developing him. If he's not, then we need to make a quarterback decision and we need to make it quick.
2: Make it quick. Make it quick. Okay, okay. Uh, My number five is reload on pass rushers. Um, Our our pass rushers are getting up there. Some are already out the door, but I feel like now's the time to uh, look back to how the Eagles won a Super Bowl. They had a, I mean, we spent money. On the defensive line, we had some uh, we had some talent. So this is the this is the draft class where you, I feel like you could you could draft two in the first round, and you'd be good. Uh, you there's edge rushers in the second round. So I feel like you know if you don't if you want to draft Jermaine Johnson, make me feel a lot better about myself. Go ahead, Howie, go ahead. Um, but overall, I just think you know reloading at um, at the defensive end position is hella important. Um, let's see. Do we have any? Um, Jason over here he says, Wide receiver, uh, mm-hmm. Paul from London Town, get a veteran wide receiver and free agency. Um, uh, let's see. I know Jerome was talking about draft one fairly high, a uh, safety if he's talking safeties, mm-hmm. and um, give him the
3: honey badger. I'd be, I'd be all for Matthew coming here without a doubt, man. Okay,
2: I'm feeling that. I'm feeling, I'm feeling those vibes. Uh, let's see here. Um, we're moving right along. Number four. The number f- four thing uh, that Howie
3: needs to do to get a Super Bowl. Evan, on your list, number four. Hey, man, I'm uh, just pretty much echoing your last point. Uh, we need to address the defensive line in the draft. Um, we need a whole new batch of interior guys and edge rushers, in my opinion. I mean, Fletcher Cox is getting up there in age. Uh, you know, Hargrave did well last year, um, but you, you, there's no – um, but we need to start thinking long-term as far as the interior of the defensive line. Uh, we need edge rushers. Obviously I, I uh, Mark, this was honestly my original um, point for this for my number four was going to be linebacker. But at this point, it's comical to even bring that up. Why are we even going to talk about the Eagles actually addressing the linebacker position through the draft? They just don't do it. So I will just take a, uh, a stud uh, defensive line. If you can give me a huge body, if you can give me a, a jordan davis a little bit later in the in the draft i'd be about it man if we, if we can get a big plug um in that in that defensive line to pair with fletcher cox as he as he starts to age out um i think that'd be a good handing of the torch and then you got Devontae wyatt
2: a defensive tackle from georgia uh you got the yukon uh defensive tackle um travis jones um Let's see. You know, I mean, the the, the Perry
3: and Winfrey. I I mean, yeah. he, he did a great yeah. job in the Senior Bowl, Oklahoma. I, I really liked what I saw out of Perry and Winfrey. So, yeah, if we can get a a big body, I'm in there.
2: Okay, I'm feeling that feeling. At uh, Prime, what is your number f- four?
1: My number four would be, you know, pretty much like what you guys are talking about, edge rusher. Uh, something we definitely need to focus on because of the fact that that line is aging. I mean, they are still doing their thing, but they are aging. I mean, you got some serious top prospects coming out of this draft. All right. We're talking about Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. Kayvon uh, T. I'm not going to go ahead and mess up his last name. Thibodeau. But Yeah, <laughs> coming out of Oregon. Uh, You know, we talked about Jermaine Johnson on the prospect night that we were talking. Uh David O'Habo, uh, O'J- of- Ojabo. Ojabo. <laughs> Ojabo. Sorry, I pronounced it in the Puerto Rican way. Ojabo. <laughs> Ojabo. From Michigan, Um, you know these are key guys that are coming out of the draft. We could definitely focus on that, just so we could go ahead and start young once again on that line. So that's my number four position.
2: Yeah, going back to those edge rushers, man. You just talk about it's the perfect, uh, just the way that the the draft is set up. I feel right where we're at. I feel like Mm -hmm. there are pieces that you can bring, and you don't even have to like, you know, potentially move up. Like if one goes early, you can get you can get a developmental edge like a Jabbo or Ojabo. like prom said. Do you think
3: that um, since we're in on the topic of talking about edge rushers, um, do you think that there's any edge rushers that could be on their way out the door from the Eagles? And also, uh, I'm not saying that this is going to be one of those guys, but I think one thing to consider is that we had pretty much played without Brandon Graham for the entirety of the year, for the most part. I mean, he got injured in the beginning of the year. If he can come back next year and um, contribute the same way he's contributed throughout his entire career, that's a huge win. But I uh, still, would love yeah. to have a solid edge rusher learning underneath of him.
2: Like it feels like Sweat is our guy right now. Mm-hmm. Like he, he. I'm he,
3: excited he, to have Brandon back, though, man. Brandon, yeah, beast, yeah. Like no doubt.
2: Um, I, I just feel like you just definitely need to reload at that position. Uh, my number four is uh, sign a, a veteran wide receiver. You know, there's talks of Juju. Uh, Juju coming coming to Philly, mm-hmm. uh, having Eagles having interest. Uh, you talk about um a lot of the guys that we talked about, um you know whether it be um who is who who are we talking about? We we're talking about Devontae. I don't think I don't think Devontae Adams has happened to be nice. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, but you you just got to think about a reasonable target. You know, if you're trying to reload at the slot position, a guy who's um definitely. I think, I, I, is, is is Juju getting a little long in the tooth? I, think, I, I still think he has something to tank. Leave the TikToks uh, alone when you come to Philly a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but I just really think you need a, a veteran presence. And you talk about Calvin Devontae. Ridley? Yeah, Godwin? yeah Godwin, Godwin coming off injury. Ridley coming off some mental s- stuff. But I uh, talk about um, Devontae Smith in his recent interview with, on a podcast, he mentioned that he would like to see a veteran wide receiver across the way. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly you know, someone he can learn from, but also uh, he, he can grow with for a couple years. That would be nice.
3: And, and Juju even like, it's, it's funny like hearing people call Juju a veteran too, because like in the grand scheme of things, what is he like 22, yeah, 23 I mean, years old? 20 he came 20? into the league. He was 19 years old. He hasn't exactly. been around. So
2: yeah. Long. How old is he? So, exactly, so he's, he's
3: super young, man. Like he, he's still, you know, he if, if he gets on he the right team time. in the right situation, he could still be, uh ascending in his career.
2: Okay, he's twenty he's 25 now. He's 25. Yeah. He's 25. That's crazy. I forgot yeah. he came in at 19. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean Will also said Ridley. Um and then Adam uh Michael Gibbs goes to DJ Chark. Definitely a possibility.
3: For sure. Jacksonville doesn't know what the hell they're doing down there.
2: Yeah. Uh go moving right along. I mean we, we are moving. We are moving. This is gonna be a quick show. It's going to be a quick show today. Uh, number three, number Sp- top three uh, for, for the Eagles to get back to the Super Bowl. How he needs to do what, Ev?
3: Uh, well, speaking of moving, that kind of segues right into my number three pick here. We need a downhill runner that can take advantage of inside runs. That is what I want. I want a <laughs> punisher, a guy that will lower his shoulder, blast the linebacker backwards, Make his own room. Um, that, that, that's what I want, and I think that Miles Sanders is. Uh, we're kind of at that crossing roads right now with Miles Sanders. I uh, personally it, don't.
2: Are you? Do you mean keeping Miles Sanders and bring no, one of I'm
3: those? Talking, Brewster... I'm, talking oh. I'm talking about replacing Miles Sanders. I'm
1: talking Miles.
3: about replacing Miles Sanders. I'm talking about uh, how he, uh, Miles Sanders is right at the top of my trading block. Anybody wants a piece? There goes my fat. Give head. me a ring.
2: <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Kelly's go uh, prime, <laughs> like I, I'm. I'm taking it back by kind of <laughs> prime. You're number well,
1: three. I, I mean, again, we already talked Fournette. about it on your number four position, but number three to me was the wide receiver, veteran wide receiver. You got to bring somebody in. You guys know where I stand. Rager's got to go. White, you know, JJ's got to go. Uh, so we got to definitely bring somebody in. You mentioned some good names. Um, you know, Devonte Parker was another one. I'm not sure if anybody mentioned uh Christian Kirk was another one that somebody mentioned I mean we're talking about some veteran wide receivers that could definitely get stolen out of free agency and brought to the squad and help these young wide receivers so I mean I'm hoping that they go ahead and definitely focus on that
2: um you know that that has been mentioned I saw a couple four net things in there there's I heard Eagles that did have interest in I the four net that. That, that would be nice I, I mean hey I mean hey We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, my number three is draft impact in the first round. Like, obviously, I still don't believe we're going to use these three picks, but in theory, uh, draft impact in the first round. Whether that's offensive line, you know, you talk about Linderbaum, you talk about um Jermaine Johnson. I feel like you you draft that guy, you set it and forget it. I feel that's I feel I feel pretty confident after. The ass whooping he put on people in the senior bowl. You know, I've seen people out there like, oh, you know, like he is getting his stock is risen heavily. But watching him at the senior bowl make everyone look stupid, uh, so so much so that he didn't have to practice the fourth day because he was like, I'm good, I've made made my money, I don't even have to play in the game. Um, but Jabo, another guy who you know, obviously he's a raw talent, but. You bring him in, uh, what he's done, and not being super polished. You talk about, um, you know, you just have to bring in an edge player. Um, you talk about wide receiver, you know, a, a Traylon Burke. You talk about that big body wide receiver that you could play opposite of. You know, he could play the slot. He could play outside, big body, hands. His you know, if you check his hands, five XL gloves. Dude is. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's like, you're talking about guys that aren't going to drop the ball. He's, he's not going to drop the ball. Uh, you know, I like Garrett Wilson out of Ohio state. I think he's very explosive. Um, he's got to get separation very easily. Um, you know, just impact players. These guys that come in have to, have to get on the field and make impact. Right, Sauce Gardner. Another guy, you know, you know, having a cornerback, Sauce and Slay, has a ring to it already. Mm. That sounds like a hot sauce, Sauce and Slay. It's um, slay but, sauce. Yeah, man. Overall, I like that it, draft <laughs> impact players first round. Let them, let them dudes get on the get on the field. Jerome says, "Uh, trailing Burks, our Debo. You know, you talk about him. he's got that skill. set. check out, just check out, just check out his, uh, play against Alabama." Where he pulls away, from like catches a like little it's like a little hitch route or whatever, or curl whatever, takes it to the house. Who unru- who outruns Alabama?
3: I've, I I love the idea of a Debo Samuel, but I also think that it's kind of like I feel like it's dangerous to to say that somebody is like an, another Debo Samuel because We're- I've seen gadget players before, and I've also seen them not work out before. No, Debo Samuel is a tremendous gadget player that can he can play legit wide receiver he can play legit running back he can do it all but he's elite
2: but it, it's all but his like he's not an elite route runner but he's elite with like he's just the elite player all around player but i feel like um burks has the yak that's a, i think that's something you like in his game the yak see mark mark bird knows five sec five xl man um also drake that's, london
1: that's what he said
2: drake london another uh talking about a guy with a real basketball pedigree like wants usc to also play basketball not Mm -hmm. just like on some fringe like he had to choose he chose football and uh he got injured but still led the uh nation in contested catches um so i mean again watch you know we're we're gonna go back and watch some of these guys uh, i told these guys prior to the show that we're gonna do I'm going to let them watch some of the the talent that I pick out for them to watch. And you you tell me. You tell you tell me. Um, I, I, I
3: agree with you. I'm just – I kind of am coinciding with Mark's point, is that I think that after watching these playoffs, after watching what an explosive season Debo Samuel has had, I think teams are going to be reaching for that next Debo. And whether or not they get it is a different story.
1: But not only that, you think they'll have that thing figured out by now, how to shut that down, that, that style of play? Nah, no, nah, if you're, nah, good, boy, if I you're think, good enough, man.
3: Like,
2: it's, I think it's 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 like it's just the the it thing to do. Like when every year there's an it thing to do. Like you know, like Eagles, they went heavy and they got you know two, that rotation of defensive line next 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 year. Everyone's trying to stack. Well, I got
1: I got to admit, watching Devo play, you know, I'm, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my one year old and I'm telling him. You're going to be the next Debo, bro. Yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> if, if anyone was listening, you know how high I was on Debo coming out of the draft. His skill set was just kind of like he was a muscle, dude. Yeah. Like not everyone has that kind of violence after the catch. Like Traylon Burks got the muscle. He's, he's a big dude. He's not, he's not like a smaller guy, but he's also a guy that can play in the slot, can play outside, and he's a big – like you talk about Jamar Chase, you know, that – play strength when the ball's in the air it's it's his trail and burke got that um so you talked
3: say. about i just want to ask you real quickly because you talked about your number three was just getting impact players in the first round Me like they, they gotta be are day all, one starters day right? one so you, what what's your plan one. hypothetically speaking um like you mentioned Tyler linderbaum would he would you start him at right guard
2: i mean he he you know like even yeah i mean even the fact that if you have him you know, like, is he big enough? Do they they trust in him to, to play guard right away? He's he's a little undersized, but I think just having him in the in the incubator system, you know, I, you, you know how injuries happen. Mm. Um, he, he's a guy that could learn from one of the best. Right. I mean, and if he fits the system, he fits the system. You know, obviously there's guys like you know a Kenyon Green if you're trying to just go and get a guard, uh, the um, you know, Johnson from uh from from Boston College if you're trying to bring in a, a, a move back and, and get a, a guard if that's what you're trying to do there's some guys there um but overall you just got to have impact on the field like we can't have guys like you look around the league first rounders are playing
3: dude look at uh, a they guy that playing. we talked about last year uh, around this time Rashawn Slater i mean yeah dude I mean, that was that was a guy that i kind of I Don't want to say like oh, I kind of pushed him to the side because I saw the shiny toy that was Devontae Smith and all these other, you know, big names at the top of the draft. But you know, Rashawn Slater is one of the best rookies that came out of that draft.
2: I mean, it's not it, that was that's not the sexy pick, Rashawn Slater. You know, if you're talking to offensive linemen analysts or uh, draft analysts, they'll tell you how important he is, what, what kind of piece he is. And, hey, man, it is what it is. Like drafting like interior offensive linemen isn't sexy at all, but it is what it is. Um, Kyle's over here talking about D-line. The Eagles D-line is a bust.
3: Mm.
2: Okay. Mm. Pete's talking about drafting tight end. This is a-
3: that's, that's my honorable mention.
1: That's number six on my list. <laughs> I just feel like we've actually been blessed when it comes to tight ends. That's just me. I mean, we have been, but
3: eventually that that well runs dry. You know, that's not something that you can just count on. The fact that we've done well in the past, so we'll do well in the future. You know,
2: I think you can. I can. You think you can definitely draft the mid round tight end in this draft? There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of talent that's going to be definitely on day two and day three, um, top of day three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moving, speaking of three, and moving down to want number 2 number 2 uh on our list of top 5 I things I was in a
3: different spot each, each one of those you like that i do yeah you know
2: it's it takes a lot ones. to takes a lot for for these animations they don't just happen <laughs> so <laughs> ev what, what is your number 2 um, on our list for
3: So my number two is very similar, once again, to your last one, but it's I need a big bodied wide receiver to pair on the other side of Devontae Smith to add to the diversity of our wide receiving core. And, you know, at the beginning of the offseason, I was all Devontae Adams stuff, um, as anybody should be. If the the thought of Devontae Adams is a realistic possibility to your football team, that's a home run. Um, But most likely a pipe dream, most likely not going to happen. Someone that's more realistic, a Mike Williams. I'm all in on a Mike Williams, bro. A 6'4", proven talent, proven young talent from Clemson, another SEC guy. Dude, I'm I'm all for it. You bring a guy like Mike Williams in, and then, you know, you talked about guys like Traylon Burks, Olave. If you want to address it in the draft, that's, that's what it is. But, you know, Mike Williams has kind of uh, pushed himself to the top of my wide receiver uh, want list.
2: That's interesting. He's a guy that I drafted like in fantasy, that rookie to pop like for years, like the, then the second year. And then it's like I was just like waiting. For, then he finally popped and I'm like, bruh, come on now. Uh, I
3: mean, you imagine if we ended up getting DK though. Like, dude, I mean, M- Mike Williams is one thing. We got DK and we write all our wrongs from that draft. But <sighs> DJ, I'll take a white side.
1: That's a. Uh... We wouldn't have even been in this position. But, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: hey. Uh, you know, that, w- that would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, your number two, Prime.
1: My number two will be linebacker position. I know you guys had this on the bottom of your list, but this is a key thing for me. Um, I know we don't focus too much on it. It's one of my favorite positions. Um, so I know, you know, it, it, it's that time, man. We got to go ahead and definitely bring that, that linebacker in here. So I think that's where we need to hit free agency the hardest when it comes to the linebacker position. I mean, you got some key guys. You got Devondre Campbell. Um, Forsade, I'm not even pronouncing that last name. Vanderish, you know, I'm not, I'm not big on bringing any cowboys here, so we could go ahead and squash that. Josie Jewel, Dante Hightower, he's aging. Um, but I mean, like again, you gotta, you gotta definitely address that position. I know we're not accustomed to doing that, and us fans, we've, we, you know, we're past, you know, waiting and being patient with that. But I'm hoping that you know that gets turned around this year. I think
2: I think somebody was talking about Alave in the chat. Um, but
1: you got Barr too from uh, Minnesota.
2: Yeah. Um, also, Adam talks about um, grabbing Greg Dulcich from UCLA. That, that, that would be a good pick. He was yeah. he, he made himself some money at the Senior Bowl. He definitely stood out for us down there. Um, let's see. My number two uh, build an explosive offense. Um, obviously we ran the ball. I thought we played some bully ball at the end, the, the, the half of the season, all the way to the end of the season, you know, it became our identity. Um, but running the ball doesn't to me um, showcase explosiveness. Quick strike is explosiveness. Like when you can five plays and next thing, you know, five plays and 70 yards down the field. I mean, 70 yards down the field in a matter of minutes, like quick, like you know, two minutes, boom, a score. That's the kind of thing that you look at all the teams that made it to the Super Bowl. You know, they had that ability, big play ability. You um, talk about Cincinnati with their weapons. talk about the Rams um, and their explosive offense. Um, you know, it's it's keeping up with the Joneses. So, if I'm looking at this offense, do I look at us as an explosive offense? No, like there's, our, we run the ball? really well but you have to be a balanced um a balanced offense and i think the passing tech has to get better so whether that be bringing in some like i said bringing in a veteran wide receiver drafting drafting some impact wide outs that can stretch the field get separation all that's gonna tie in together nicely but in order for the eagles to get back to the super bowl they have to start becoming explosive on the offensive side of the ball. Um, man, we're moving right along, man. Uh, number well,
3: – well, Hold on. Before we get there, uh, um, I just want to jump question. How do you guys feel about Hertz throwing 50-50 balls to big-bodied wide receivers? It I makes think me more confident, to... personally. I mean, that's exactly what Jay is supposed to be. But he's so caught up in the whole blocking aspect of his game that he doesn't do that down down the field, jumping over Moss and people stuff. If, well, that, if we had a wide receiver that was capable of that, I'd be all for it.
2: And, and that's what a lot of analysts might say about you, Drake London. We're talking about catch radius. It's real – like, it's real – like, you see that basketball background show up. You see the, the, the wingspan. You see him, him, you know, bodying out smaller um, defensive backs. Then you go to uh, Traylon Burks. Like uh, Those are guys that can win at the catch point. So, like – you know that's that's what you, what you that's what you need, man. That's what you need. I think I think you definitely got to think. Um, I mean, then look, go back to the first time that he threw that uh, that little uh, that um, that that back shoulder fade, almost you know, jump ball light to Alshon Jeffrey. You know, like he, I think he, he 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 can get there, but he, it, it takes a a guy to grow with. You know, having a guy to grow with, especially a young. Young, young, talented guy. Um,
3: That's why I like Mike Williams, man.
2: Yeah, I mean Mike Williams. Uh, he, he's young a guy to grow with, man. Yeah, he's a dude that get, he, he get. He does get injured though. He does. He get. He does get injured. I like the player though. I do like the player.
3: Um. So let, let me let me put us both, uh, and if Prime comes back in in the hot seat, let's let's, let's put some gu- gun to your head. Let's not even talk about name of who quarterback it is. Do the Eagles before the next season make a trade? for the quarterback position. For whoever.
2: Wow, well, I mean you're just switching up, huh? Hey
3: I man, I, I I'm trying to answer the people's questions. If you want me to swing first, I'll swing.
2: No, I, mean, I I do think they're I think they're they're in it. I think they're in in it to try and get a guy. It's just it's weird right now. Like we got three picks, talk about packaging a pick, a player, a, a next year's first or second. Like that will get you your guy like it should get your one of your guys if you if you want i mean albert breer again uh they said that you know as uh with sports illustrated now was saying that they're going to take a major swing like this is the stuff kind of shit kind of shit we've been hearing out here like eagles are out in these streets so it's 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 just weird you know like obviously i think they're going to take a look at the situation and then and again looking at matt stafford the Rams made a ballsy move to get there. They had to, like, you know, when some people were like, oh man, they gave up too much for uh, Matt Stafford. I, I would never give up that. Like, tell that to the Rams now. They have a Super Bowl yeah. because of Matt Stafford and the no look elite throws that yeah. are going that, down. That, like, I mean,
1: that no look joint was like, that was nuts, man. man. That was only crazy. Stafford, you know what I mean? He could definitely pull that off.
2: Nick Foles threw I mean, a no looker in, in, the, in the Vikings games, just saying.
3: Um, just my answer to Pete's question. Um, I'm actually, I'm I'm on the other side of the fence of you, Gail. Um, I, and this is strictly from a speculation standpoint. This is not me with any info and and I'm not dropping any insider bombs here. I personally believe Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback next season. I just, after everything is all said and done, whether once we get through the draft, once we get through the, the rest of the off season, I don't think that the Eagles are going to make a trade for the quarterback. I think it's going to be the Jalen Hurts show next season, regardless of what I said last show. <laughs> I think it's the Jalen Hurts show. Well, I mean, uh, see,
2: see, what well, maybe I was smoking for the show? It was that, <laughs> that was that damn chicken? That the smoked chicken? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, moving right along, man. We're, we're moving. We're moving. We promised you. We're moving. Um, our number one down to our number one. This is the top thing that. Uh, that Howie needs to do to get back to the Super Bowl. Drum roll, please. Um,
3: so my number one thing um for the Eagles to get back to the Super Bowl is one of our strengths that we already have. Uh, but we need to keep it strong. You need to reinforce the offensive line in the draft. Uh, which, like I just said, whichever direction that Howie decides to go with the QB, we need to make sure he's protected. Um, we have an aging right tackle. Um, that we need to start thinking beyond him. We have a Hall of Fame guard that just retired. That position needs to be addressed. And we have a Hall of Fame center that probably has one season left. Um, so we are going to go from pretty much Hall of Famers across the board on our offensive line to whatever we end up, uh, whatever we're left with. So this is something that we have no time to fool around with. We need to get um, high prospects in, uh, in these positions uh, just so they can fill Uh, the line after everybody retires or ends up getting injured or whatever ends up happening.
2: Hey, whatever, whatever uh, offensive lineman Stoutland wants. I'm all for Stoutland gets, I I
3: trust, I trust any, any guy that Stoutland wants to try and train up. I believe he can, he turned a rugby player into a, uh, to an awesome tackle in the NFL. So
2: Mark, I do believe the Eagles will try and trade uh, Diller. Uh, Todd's number one he says this is for howie to not f it up f up this draft don't try and be the smartest guy on the rim so no kickers in the first round i know there people too um rome says nothing is too much for another Lombardi. no man i mean that's i think that's how you that's how you have to think as a gm uh-huh. we're not gms but we do play one on twitter uh prime what is your number one
1: my number one position is the defensive back position. Um, again, because of the fact that we don't focus too much on the linebacker position, then go all out and get that key guy coming out of the draft. Um, we talked about Sauce Gardner. Um, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and give props to Evan because he came up with the name. But I mean, how how good does it sound, Slay Sauce? You know what I mean? That, that I, that's I a good combination. Oh, I'm sorry. Then props to you, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the Slay Sauce. So that's that's just the key thing, bringing that kid. Uh, to go ahead and line up opposite of Slay will be key. Um, If we don't focus on that linebacker position, if we don't pick up that free agency linebacker, then we have to focus on our defensive backs pretty much doing their thing and shutting it down, shutting down these key wide receivers that are in this league, man. Um, You know, there's some other key prospects in the draft that, you know, they could definitely focus on. But, you know, the fact that we got three picks, and if we stick with all three picks, I want to go all defense in that first round. You know what I mean? I want to go all in and definitely get the defense set up. Especially the talk fact about... that we also got Gannon coming back. I mean, yeah, it's big. Um, not all for it, but kind of a couple uh, shows ago, or maybe just the last show you had mentioned, why start new with a new defensive coordinator? I agree with you. You know what I mean? Why do we got to keep on putting these kids through that? So I'm okay with rocking out with Gannon, but if you give him the key guys and the right guys in the right position, hey, there could be a different uh, outcome this year. And I'm hoping that that's the thing.
2: Now your other corner, cornerbacks that uh, will probably go in the first round: Derek Stingley out of LSU. We'll talk about a guy who's had a tremendous freshman year. You know, dealt with some injuries. You know, had, had some inconsistencies, but obviously a lot of people have him as a cornerback, CB one. Um, I, I sauce. You know how uh, much we've mentioned sauce over the last a uh, couple months. Um, and then you have Trent McDuck, Trent McDuffie from uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you move off that, you know, you also have. Um, uh, McCreary at a, at, a, at a Auburn, he's a guy that you know he played in SEC, man. I was just watching his tape before I even got on the show. Um, check out his tape versus um Jamar Chase and let me know how you think he did against Jamar Chase, who we just saw rip up the NFL. So, if you're talking just about
3: rip up uh, Jalen Ramsey, not just yeah, the
2: NFL. <laughs> uh, so I mean, uh, McCreary had you know, he's got some uh. Uh, we we actually met him at the Senior Bowl, so he, he's another guy that we hope to get on talk to prospect. But you know, start looking the second round as well um, for for uh, cornerbacks as well. So I, I feel like Prime, um, I'm with you that I'm with you on that. Like you know, do you want to play pay another? You know, I, I bring if you can bring a dog in through the draft in the first round, you don't gotta pay a free agent. I'm cool with that as long as he can do what you need to do. Right. I'm sure. good. Uh, my number one numero uno and it's important um i i have uh how he has to get his guy at qb now ah. it's that's that's a it's that's kind of open-ended um is that guy jalen hurts do they believe in him so if they do believe in him right you know you back them up with some talent at the wide receiver position really you know double down on his playmakers you know if if you if you don't believe in them this is your window to get one of your guys at QB these windows don't always happen there's not always a, a Deshaun Watson out on the streets or a Russell Wilson potentially out on the streets like these are these are windows that you know everyone keeps on talking about now that the NFC is NFC is pretty open you know like you know, and again, I keep seeing that we're not a QB away like. Yeah, it's you bring the right guy in here, you know, we'll see. And if that's his guy, you know, if his guy is still in the locker room, um, so be it, you know, and that whole idea of um bringing a Wilson is just a pipe dream, you know, and, and uh, you can stop me now. Well, anyways. But-
3: Uh, <laughs> you, cut, you cut out for me. I didn't even hear you.
2: <laughs> that was subliminal. Subliminal. <laughs> did, yeah. What was your number one? Did I did I ask you your number one?
3: Yeah, you asked me. It was okay. um. It was to reinforce the offensive line.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah, man. It, it's 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 definitely, you know, it's gonna be very interesting. Mark's talking about he needs a playmaker, playmaker, playmaker. You know, how he has to have his best draft of the career. I I believe I believe that's I believe that's correct. Um what I believe is not correct is calling Jalen Ramsey overrated.
1: Yeah, that's just crazy talk. Yeah. I mean
2: he he's had some plays oh, yeah. where you know everyone's gonna get burned in the league. <laughs> Come on. Uh man, you're going
1: off of that one play with him and T. Higgins, man. That was a face mask all the way.
2: Todd's talking about bringing Howie in. How, talking about brian flores in uh i think the league's gonna blackball him no pun intended
3: yeah i, I think the same things unfortunately sad but yeah
0: yeah it's,
2: it's true i mean you, you talk about um yeah i mean that was our that was our top five list we just this was like a try to get it through the the mental system I it wasn't it.
3: this. This was all just about you flexing that new Sixers gear you got. That's a that's a whole <laughs> night was about.
1: It would have definitely flexed. That's <laughs> been a number one jersey.
2: I was gonna segue into like you know what's you know not sad is that the Sixers are playing. Yes, sir. They 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 they're giving us reason for the season right now. Like I'm telling you, you know how hyped look, you know how hype we are to watch the Sixers right now. It's, Even
3: it's hard to bring in the bell tonight. He better be. Well, we'll find out. Bro, we'll find yo, out yo, in the next
2: 15 just, minutes. Just, and this this has got to go um, back to uh, Howie. You know, can you can you be outdone by the Sixers, Howie? Mm. R- the right now, back right day, now man, it's guys, the Sixers' yeah, town. Right now, these guys right used to
1: compete with each other. These GMs from each each sport would compete with each other. So I'm I'm hoping that they go back down that uh, road again. I mean, I know if, if it's
3: it. it it's tough because, like, it always goes with whatever team is doing the best. But as of right now, the Sixers are some of the most fun basketball I've watched in Philadelphia in my lifetime. So, like, for them not to be, you know, controlling the conversation in the city, they've they earned it at this point. MVP. No, I
2: mean, it's got to be like if Howie's looking at the Sixers and, like, hey, man, they're making key moves and they're making, like, the windows, their windows open right now. Mm hmm. They made a key acquisition because the window was open.
3: Paul Millsap, you mean, right?
2: Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's getting weird in here. Like, is anyone going to ask me a question? <laughs> Thanks, guys.
3: That was funny. <laughs>
2: uh, fear, fear the beard is a thing, man. Like, I I, I can't wait, man. I, 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 I feel for everyone who bought tickets on Saturday and Tuesday thinking that you were ahead of the game. Mm. Shout out to Autumn. <laughs> um, but, hey, man, I, we, we, we all got to get tickets to uh, – one of those games, they are yeah, gonna be man. outrageous. So but we gotta got go. So yeah,
3: we definitely yeah, gotta go. That that, those, that Brooklyn Nets game is insane. You can't oh, find. It. I think the yeah, I started looking at that shit the other night. Right I'm like, man, what?
2: thousand dollars ticket? Hey, would you go all the way to Brooklyn to boo Ben Simmons?
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're no be to the visitors team. I thought
2: you were about to ask
3: Frugal Gang if he was he would drop a thousand dollars to go. watch
2: what if if I if I had a if I had a connect if I had a connect.
1: Yeah you yeah, I'd that. be all about yeah. that. I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing we ain't never do before.
2: <laughs> well, uh, you know, this this is a quickie for us. This is a quickie, but mm-hmm. obviously, uh, definitely gonna be bringing out more shows. Check uh check for um talk to prospect. Uh, me and Chris Malley, we will we'll be doing some interviews with some players and breaking down some film on some of the top prospects in the first round, just to get you familiar with as we get. Through draft season, draft season, we're in the fairly, we're in the beginning right now. Like we're trying to catch y'all up. I can't you know wait! I mean? can't so- wait for
3: the combine, man. That's a, that's another you know, another week yes, of sir. fun. We get to, to find out some yeah. more about these prospects.
2: You so are you that fired up that you ju- get jump in a car for ten hours to drive to um,
3: Ended? I didn't say that. Yeah, I just said I'm fired up to, you know, watch it on that TV right there. My commute's I not that bad to that TV. I'll wait to get
2: that. No, I did some. I did some intel. They said there's not really much access if you go down there for media. So, yeah. Uh, I guess we're gonna stay home for the oh, for the combo. Glad
1: they killed that one.
2: Uh, Todd's asking, no food talk.
1: We didn't hit the hour mark. Yeah, we're... yeah. The food talk happens Six, the, the sixes are coming on. We're trying yeah. to be, you know, show you I'm guys... actually
3: while we're having this conversation, trying to figure out what I should do for dinner because <laughs> I'm not making
1: it right now. Uh, to, to, to the fans and want to watch the same oh, TV.
2: shout out to Mr. Rivera. We I did use the hot sauce on some fried so hold chicken. Going
1: to keep on talking yeah, about you. Yeah, it right off here. Off. yeah, And when yeah, we, what right are we here. gonna oh, well, let We just We're gonna get together. Shout out to Mr. Rivera. I used it again.
2: What's you gonna come down?
1: What
2: are we Bro, gonna? Meet, I'm 15 meet
1: minutes from you at work. You got plenty of time. You can come and drop it off then.
2: Or y'all can just visit me in Delaware. I stay out
1: of Delaware.
2: Or we can go dinner. We can go get. We can get some bagogi. How about that? I'll bring in I'll bring. I'll bring your sweatshirts.
1: Man, I gotta invite you guys over for taco night. We can go ahead and throw that uh, hot sauce on there. I still got your sweatshirts. Yeah, you got, you're gonna it. hold them hostage too. Yeah. Um. So let me know when
2: you guys want to link up for food. How about that?
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, I I like Uh, the
1: idea. How about we do breakfast, man? We never even talked about that. I'm down for breakfast. I will murder a breakfast. I've seen you murder a breakfast.
2: (laughs) Yo, Prime don't even breathe when he eats. Sometimes just. Cole Ham,
3: I actually I actually love taking pictures of Prime when he's in the fucking when it when he's out there eating because he just gets so in the fucking zone. I just I just have Prime like giving the scan of the menu
1: and <laughs> let the moment pass me
3: by. Bro. Hey,
2: poor, poor, <laughs> Just listen to him eat pork rinds. Life will be changed trevor Uh, but yeah, man. Hopefully tonight, um, Embiid has another MVP performance. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, I'm excited. see Howie-
1: Harden on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. trying to find out if he's going to ring the bell, man.
2: Yeah. Hopefully, how he has the MVP performance Need this offseason. Need him to. Uh, but we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. And go six.